What's going on, geeks? Welcome to episode 342 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is LJ Lowry, and we have Shelly Nolan. Hello. And then we have special guest, Jamie Rice, uh, who's here to talk about some cool stuff today. What's up? (laughs) Yeah, so um, you get to go to a very cool event that we'll be getting to later. Um, It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, when we get to do cool things like this, it all, it always feels like a, a level up for the organization and for our department. So Definitely. I'm really excited to get into that. Um, so cool. Excited to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, uh, we'll, I'll post the link to the article in the show, in the show notes and all that. Um, but, uh, first of all, we're going to get to what we've been geeking out about. So, um, Jamie, since you're the guest, uh, why don't you go first? Tell us, um, other than the the big the big thing you got to check out, uh, what what games have you been into lately? Games lately, I've been even though I am playing it to review it, I've been really really geeking out about Octopath Traveler too. Dude, I and know. So like, it sounds so good. <laughs> Honestly, it it it's it was kind of um, deja vu um, for the Jedi Survivor thing, which I'll get into later. But the it's both of them are the case where the sequel didn't do any one thing way better it was just a bunch of really small things that they improved and it summed up to a much better overall package and octopath i've the i've been playing way more octopath traveler 2 than i ever did at the first one and i'm enjoying the heck out of it no i i enjoyed octopath a, a lot as well from what i've played so far i the demo just got me to make that purchase, and I'm like, yep, I can tell this is going to be good. Thank you. Um, Shelly, what have you been playing? Uh, I haven't been playing a ton of this stuff. I've just... Um, still playing Persona 3. Still playing that game. And yeah. it's, like, so... Um, it is quite... It's quite interesting how... Just how... Like, every... Every Persona game I've played so far, which, granted, isn't a lot, but there's just such a, like very specific vibe they're going for and they nail it and that's also Mm. the case with this game it just happens to be a lot more um serious and a lot more like kind of a downer (laughs) which i I, like (laughs) knew i'm like oh this is the game that's like really depressing i don't really know why but i'm so what are you playing that on i'm curious so here's the thing i'm playing it on steam deck but i modded it so i found mods because basically i waited one till it was on sale and two until there were either patches or mods to fix some of the port issues so i found mods and i had like walked through this whole thing to get it working on the steam deck but it works so i have the anime cutscenes from fes i have um music fixed and i have some of the audio fixed but not all of it because i don't think they could fix literally all the audio but like some of the battle audio is fixed it's not nearly as bad as it was Mm. um which definitely is making the experience a little bit better, I think. Um, yeah, that was part of why I asked, because I had wanted to buy it, and then I heard terrible things about the PC port, and I was like, I'll just yeah. wait on this one. That's a bummer. Exactly, yeah, and that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, well, I'm just going to wait, and then finally, I, like, basically, I've been paying attention to the reviews on the Steam page, and all the reviews, they're the ones that said, like, hey, by the way, now go to Game Mod- Man. There's, like, mods there. And I'm like, oh, nice. okay, I could do that, but how do I get it working on the Steam Deck? Because I've done modding before, but not, not on the Steam Deck. But um, I was able to figure it out. It's, it wasn't 
too complicated. Also tangentially related, did you hear the rumors that they might be porting some of the older SMT games over to Steam? I really hope so, because I definitely yeah, be am cool. going to play them eventually. It's just it's a matter of when and where. So I hear 5 it, might be coming as well. Yeah, like I, I heard like SMT4, 4 Apocalypse, and 5 might be coming to Steam fairly soon. I hope so, because at least 5, um, I actually am borrowing it from a friend and I haven't started it on Switch, but I really thought I'd way rather play this on PC, because I just heard like graphically wise it makes the switch pretty slow and i'm like mm. eventually it should come to pc right if, or or even you know, playstation something else right so um but that'll be probably good i'll be excited um, yeah but anyway persona 3 is all i've been playing and i haven't gotten very far <laughs> it's just been interesting to try to figure out like for persona 4 and 5 it was always really obvious of like you're in this dungeon and you need to get this far by this time yeah. whereas persona 3 so far maybe i'm just not far enough yet but that's not really there yet it's like oh yeah you can for this place and i'm like okay but is there like a deadline like is there like a what's the threat like i'm trying to figure that out but and maybe yeah that would be weird but yeah it's basically like a, okay i can choose to explore this place and i'm going to because i think it's a good idea but they're not really pressuring me like what's going on but again i think i just need to get further then it, it might make more sense but i'm still i'm still enjoying it so um nice. yeah, that's what i'm playing what also, you? I think it's cool. We all own a Steam Deck up in here. Steam Deck. Let's go, uh, Steam Deck owners. <laughs> I was playing uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow and Tekken on, on it today, and I'm just like... Heck yeah. So, so It feels like some of those games just are made for that thing, um, even though they're not like super oh, cool. Yeah, I, it surprises me. Um, the things I've been playing, actually, I've hardly even picked up my PlayStation this week, even though... I have Resident Evil 4 Remake, but I've been playing Diablo 3 on my Switch a lot, um, because, I guess because 4 is coming out, um, and I played that open beta, and I've still, I'm mm -hmm. still been playing that. Did you, did to... you get the double down at KFC to get the beta, or did no. you just wait? No, the, <laughs> the beta was open, the um, the, for 4, um, but I got to, like, the second major area, which is, like, the desert. I forget how long that game's supposed to be, but... I put some good time in it. Uh, I have a playlist I just throw on um, when nice. I play it and just grind it out, and it's super fun. Uh, that's kind of the games I've been into lately. Because um, the other thing I've been playing is SD Gundam Battle Alliance, which is a game on Game Pass that my brother and I also played the heck out of. Um, but I've kept playing after that. Um, basically, it's like the little chibi style Gundams, um, cool. and you go into this like it's it's almost this like multiverse kind of theme like kind of like dragon ball's universe but the whole cool thing is when you play match like when you play these battles you can also get blueprints for other gundams and stuff like that so it's got that incentive to play replay missions and stuff um it's a, it's a good fun game very mashy action games it's been nice to just kind of like turn my brain off nice yeah um and I'm like, hey, if I just play these enough, like I'll eventually beat them and get backlog golf points. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna stick with those just because they're mindless fun. Um, but yeah, nothing too, nothing too crazy for me this week. Um, yeah, so let's get into the news. So um, the reason why we have Jamie here, as I said before, is Jamie got to go to. Hollywood at an EA event. Um, basically, EA flew him out um, 
to go check out Jedi Survivor. So oh, cool. I guess why don't you tell us? I guess why don't you start off by sharing the experience? Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, huge thanks to EA Respawn for all this. It was it was truly an awesome experience, and it was very well managed. Like everything was set up beforehand. Well, I had all the information I needed. There was no guesswork. It was very well planned very well thought out like they even gave me uber vouchers to, like from the nice. airport and back like it was That's awesome. it was extremely well they took care of very you. well done yeah 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 so huge thank you to them um the experience was great i was telling lj it was i didn't know what to expect going in but it was it was more low-key than i expected it to be which was really nice mm. Like there was, there was still a lot of production value in it, but it wasn't as intense as I thought it would be. And it was nice to just be able to kind of sit there for four hours and kind of like wade into this game. Or anything, or, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so it, um, most of my thoughts are in the article. The one thing I didn't put in the article that I want to say here is that as far as, as the story goes, I can't really say much outside of we are finally getting something in Star Wars that I've wanted for years and that we're finally getting some High Republic story and lore. Ooh, nice. Oh my gosh, that's It's high. finally happening. Yes! Nice. Like, I can't say anything outside of that, but we're finally getting like some High Republic lore in that's neat. the actual canon Star Wars. Yes, sir. Awesome. We love to I know see there's it. Been... There's been books and comics and stuff, and then everybody's been asking, well, is, like, KOTOR a thing, you know? And so I assume that High Republic is just... Not it's not that it's the same era, but I feel like High Republic is probably going to meet those kind of needs, I guess. Basically, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um... No, that's awesome, though. Um, it's, I, I just think of, like, when we've been to events. I think I love that it was low-key, because... It ranges, like, the events we've been to was, like, PAX stuff, but it's, like, there's the moments where it's, like, behind closed doors, and we go meet in a hotel room, and, like, nobody can see this kind of mm -hmm. a thing, and then, um, then there's the time where, like, one time me and Joe went and checked out a game that somebody, that they're doing in, like, a hotel, like, lobby or something, yeah. and then you get the games where you're playing with the devs right there, and they're, like, watching you play, and it's, like, super nerve-wracking and stuff like that, and it's just, um... Uh, but it That's true. Cool. You're it just like, like, are you judging how I'm playing this? I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah, so bad. Uh, like... <laughs> that, that was that was pretty fun because they they had um, like members of the dev team that were kind of walking behind people and just kind of seeing where <laughs> they were. Also, mm -hmm. before before I forget this, the at the very beginning, like one of the main devs got up and said hi, welcome, etc. We hope you have a good time. And then he. He gave us a pointer as to a side quest that he was like, if you see this or hear this, go for it. It'll be worth it. They were just trolling us. No! <laughs> at, the, at the end of that quest, you fight a Rancor. Oh my god! And it was like a terrible. Super hard boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. They trolled oh, us so hard. That's, That's so funny. funny. But I did beat the Rancor, I just want to say. Let's there go. you go, because you're a Souls veteran. You're like, I'm not going to take that. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, like I am gonna... not, no. This is not happening. I'm going to rise yeah. up to your challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Um, that's awesome. So I guess, um, what are some other, I guess, things that stuck out to you about the game? Um, the, um, honestly, the, 
so the couple days before I went back on my PS5 and replayed the original game to try to mm. get a feel for it, just the control scheme and everything, and to remember yes. how it felt to try to compare. And mm. I had forgotten how good of a game the first one was, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, I Especially think I played through it gen. too fast the first time and didn't really appreciate mm. it. That next-gen port is really nice, too. Yes, it so, is. Very pretty, runs nice. Yeah, so the... One of the things, so I have a, the Jedi Survivor was amazing. I had a small nitpick about something they did in the second game because something that really annoyed me in the first game with some of the like uncharted like climbing puzzles that you had to do mm, in the yeah. games, like if you jumped onto a scalable surface, whatever, in the first game, you had to mm -hmm. jump, then you had to press an additional button to hold on and start climbing, and that that killed me so many times because i'd forget yes. which button it was to hang yeah. on or something they removed that in the second game and i was like nice. yes this finally makes sense but <laughs> then they added a different stupid thing because no. when you get to the top of a ledge you used to just automatically climb up it uh -huh. in jedi survivor you have to press an additional button to actually climb over the ledge Ooh, I wonder if there's going to be like some kind of peak thing or some kind of... There there was to an extent, but I yeah. I think there was in the first game too. I could be wrong. But... It could have been, but I wonder if they're going to like give you some stealth opportunities or something and just be like, here, like, just Jeez. look over that. Yeah, yeah so that, that was a minor annoyance that I had, but the mm -hmm. overall, it was absolutely amazing. Like I said, kind of like Octopath Traveler 2. The, mm -hmm. the only really big change they made that will be really nice is fast travel between meditation points nice like that was a huge change and something that people wanted in the first game anyway so it, that was the biggest change mm -hmm. but the it was a summation of a bunch of really small really good changes that just mm -hmm. made the overall package feel so much better than the first one nice. i think the only other big change that i really noticed was the 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 planets are much more open and they oh nice the i say this in my article oh, but the first the, the levels in the first game were they weren't like on rails metroidvania levels but to an extent they were because yeah, backtracking was awkward yeah and there were only like there were certain ways you could go the the one planet that we played in Jedi Survivor felt much more like an open world experience. Nice. Um, and then one other thing I called out in um, in my article was the the voice acting and the dialogue writing in the second one was insanely okay. good for the for the hour I played. Quick tip, awesome. quick tip for anybody when you get to play it. On the first planet, there are like um, old battle droids that you have to fight, oh, and yeah. you sneak up on them a lot of times. Before you attack them, listen to their dialogue. I was dying because they bring <laughs> back a lot great. of the like old like Clone Wars like battle Roger, droid Roger. humor. Oh my gosh! Yes, it was yeah. like make sure that you listen to the dialogue and make sure it's over before you attack them because it's hilarious. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. And then the the dialogue writing and the voice acting was just 
insane because without 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 giving too many spoilers the so the second game is set five years after the first game and everybody's kind of gone their own way at this point and it's mm-hmm. just cal and bdo one in the mantis and it's there's a lot of very real human emotions in the story and in the dialogue and the voice actors nail it it is so good that's awesome i feel like that's a highlight that i don't know if if that'll get pointed out um in a lot in a lot of stuff um yeah i I also saw um one on some gameplay footage uh, the customization i thought that was cool yeah the customization Um, is way overhauled there's way more options and honestly, yeah. one of my complaints with the first game was the fact that most of the customizations looked pretty stupid. Ponchos or no ponchos. And the poncho <laughs> made you look super fat and awkward. Yeah. But the yeah. yeah, there's a ton of customization options in Jedi Survivor, which I really didn't play around with them that much because, I mean, it's a demo. I'm not going to be able to keep this progress yes. anyway. But yeah, it, yeah. there were a ton of customization options. Nice. And then there were, so in the first game you had three different like battle stances. You had you had the oh, single yeah, yeah. lightsaber, the like um, double bladed lightsaber, and then the two disjoined lightsabers. Mm-hmm. There are two additional ones in this one that um, they gave us a bit of a preview of because after we finished playing, they had one of their devs who, I, I guess they volunteered as like the the wizard of combat in the game and they, they, <laughs> they put him in a training ground with a bunch of people and just oh, let him have at it and <laughs> so the two the two other forms that they have they, they told us we could say this so this is fine the, but the cross guard one thing, right? yeah one of them is like um kylo ren cross guard lightsaber that's much more of like a two-handed broadsword stance to lightsaber fighting and then the other one is a lightsaber and a pistol that's that's interesting. The pistol one was... a gun! <laughs> yeah, it was like... Yeah. On, on, like, it... Um, I was sitting beside a guy, and he, the guy pulled out the pistol, and I was like, such an inelegant weapon. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, the, the pistol was actually... It was super cool, because there was mm-hmm. one, like, finisher combo move he did with it that was absolutely insane that he finished the entire thing off with it and everybody just like hard applauded for it because it <laughs> the the effect was insane that's cool. i love um, that so cool I, I did hear that um apparently you can you won't be able to complete like it's got three uh, three branches apparently of like a skill tree apparently they said there's no way you're gonna be able to fill that whole skill tree in in one pl- in the first playthrough like so I thought that was kind of cool. I I kind of believe that believe because there were so you just had like one skill tree in the first game in yeah. Jedi Survivor. They broke it up into multiple different skill trees that have many more options. So nice. I I I believe that that you'd have to do multiple cool. playthroughs to fill out the skill tree. Uh, like that sounds like you can kind of specialize in one particular category. You de- you definitely could. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, I think we've talked a ton about it, but I do want everybody to go check out your article. So um, I am going to put this in the show notes. It's a really cool opportunity. Um, 
and uh, yeah, or there's I'm sure there will be more. Um, we definitely have other codes and things um, from EA that we've received, and hopefully uh, there will be more to come. So um, again, thank you, Electronic Arts, for the opportunity. Yes, absolutely, and thank you for the. We we are getting a review code for it, and I'll be reviewing the game once yes. it once it yes. comes out. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you in advance to EA for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we're going to stay on topic with events, and um, we're going to talk about E3. Sad trombone. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of sad trombone. I realize there's, like, for how awesome, the awesome things we just talked about, there's going to be a lot of sad trombone stuff up in here. Yeah, the rest um, of the show, it just kind of goes down. Either sad trombone or angry trombone. Yeah, yeah so you're right. I didn't I didn't think about that until you said that now. I'm like, man, it just kind of goes downhill from here. <laughs> it, we get the, some good and bad. Um, so, but but do we care about this, though? So e, E3 has officially been canceled. Um, there were sources that confirmed it, and then the ESA finally has said something. Um, basically, the news is that, um, yeah, they... I, and basically, there wasn't an, any. There wasn't enough publishers interested. I think is what happened. He kept dropping. Uh, Ubisoft said they backed out. Sega said they backed out. And right after the, those two said they weren't going to do it, was when we got the news. Uh, so I, there just was not enough interest. And uh, I was kind of looking forward to see what they were going to do with this because they're using the same marketing company as PAX. So I'm like, oh, cool! Like those folks know how to put on a convention, so why, you know, E3 could could be good. Um, but yeah, they, it's canceled for what the third time? I, I think, think so. Yeah, but this um, is the one where it's like COVID really isn't a question. You can't blame COVID for this yeah. one. Yeah, you really can't. Um, man, um, it's so lame. I mean, we have Summer Game Fest, so I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's summer. kind of the big like summer like we watch for video game news and stuff but like e3 is so iconic like mm-hmm. every once in a while i still like to just like go back it's, especially for like nintendo specifically like looking about like mm-hmm. these old e3 previews these old e3 like demos and releases and things and it's just like there's something so like magical about e3 specifically i think but then everyone was like no no, no we gotta do we're gonna do our own shows we're gonna do our own directs we're gonna do our own like showcases that's just mm-hmm. not as i don't think it's as exciting i kind of like the uh having everything together all the publishers together so you don't really know what's going to happen but it's always that's gonna be something of, huge yeah and that's how a lot of journalists and a lot of companies they meet up with each other with people they haven't seen in years and it's just like like i i would look at it as you know if we made it if geeks under grace made it to e3 which we very well could at this point i i think um but to me that would be like we made it you know so selfishly i'm like kind of sucks that it got canceled mm-hmm. they say they they are going they say they will still work together these two companies in, with future events and i'm like yeah we'll see about that i don't think so see i'm gonna take the opposite stance i really don't mm-hmm. care yeah, like that's, I, 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 that's, also true. that's gonna be yeah that, that's gonna be a lukewarm take but Honestly, like I, I get why it's sad for people because it's it's it has a history and there's yeah. so much culture behind it. But yep. at the same time, it never really impacted me one way or the other personally. And like mm-hmm. we're still gonna get something of that same thing. It might just not be mm-hmm. the exact E3 package that we get it in. Yep. Like Shelley said, mm-hmm. they're each gonna go off and do their own individual things probably yes. at this point. So it's not like yep. we're not gonna get what we got at e3 mm-hmm. 
It's just yeah. going to be in a different package. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of these companies and publishers, they, they realize, oh, we can do this ourselves. We don't need the ESA. So I think it's been neat to see the, those publishers figure that out um, and doing events, you know, because if, you know, like we'll, there, we'll have more events like that EA event that you just went to and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or we'll yeah. still have those game demos, but we're going to, I think pe- there's programs out there where, you know, they have, they have you vir- do virtual desktop in or whatever program it is where you're still going to get to have that interaction. It's definitely not going to be the same, but it's still, we're still have- going to have that in some form. Um, yeah. I just get but, yeah. annoyed that like, and Summer Game Fest, like, sure, that's fine. And then like them all doing directs, like, sure, that's fine. Cause then even then, like mm-hmm. you're going to be able, you can, Tune into what you're going to be interested in already. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, that makes sense. I think I just get super annoyed that so much of this news is presented during the video game awards. And I just hate award shows. And I hate that I have to watch an award show to get so many trailers when back in the day, everything just (laughs) used to be on E3. So now it's, like, so many different places you have to pay attention to if you do want all that content. But... There's pros and cons. There's definitely pros and cons. I may just be an old person, but I just wait a day after the game awards and I just watch all the highlights. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, I'm too impatient. It's because it's because it's because we make an event out of it, though. Usually, so. yeah, and it, it 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 is a fun event. I always enjoy that. Um, yeah, and then I mean, it is like because you're you're definitely not gonna get to catch everything on that you know game awards mm-hmm. you know like you're, there's things you're gonna de- miss and details so it's like i i do end up watching them again like all those trailers again after like the next day anyway um i do want to point out lastly that uh, we're, while we're talking about jeff Keeley, uh he made a tweet when all that got announced and he was like oh yeah like i knew e3 wasn't going to evolve and I was that's like, why you should check you... out summer game fest why and did I'm you like, word it like that's... that I'm like, bro, that's kind of like hitting below the belt now. <laughs> I was like, like, that's a dang. little bit shady, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, kick somebody while they're down, why don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, no time like yeah. a crisis to promote. Yeah, for real. Like, it felt dirty. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, um, that's it for gaming news. Uh, we can move on to... Uh, what, what movies we've been watching. So, uh, Shelly, we'll go with you first, because I know Jamie and I have seen uh, the same, oh, uh, the, okay. something similar. Oh, yeah. So That's fine. Yeah. yeah, I'll talk about it. And I was debating mm-hmm. if I want to put this in the TV section, but technically it was okay. a movie, even if it was released as episodes. But they finally, okay. finally, and I say finally as if it was a super duper long wait. Really, it was just mm-hmm. a couple months and I'm impatient. But they finally okay. put the Kaguya-sama movie onto Crunchyroll. And what they did okay. is they split up into four episodes. Um, oh, that that's how they did Dragon Ball Z with uh, the couple movies they did with Dragon Ball Super and they mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and it's so good, man. It's like... But that's cool was, you get to watch it. I, like, think it's crazy how this is, like, literally, like, my favorite show, I think. It's crazy. It's not it's, done yet. And so if I were to say, good. like, favorite finished show, like, I still would say, like, Avatar Last Airbender, for example. That's, like, probably my favorite show mm-hmm. ever. But... This I feel like when this is done, if it's still just on this high, like if it's still just this good by the end of the show, it will definitely be my favorite. It's definitely my favorite currently, and this movie is no exception. Um, and it just keeps being wholesome. It keeps being hilarious, like just so funny. So funny. Like I don't know how they keep it fresh and funny the entire time with like somewhat similar bits, honestly. But it's it's funny every time. I don't know. 
maybe it's just me. I just think it's funny every time. Um, and the characters are so great. And finally, in this movie, is like they finally kind of get some more character development. Not that they haven't been getting character development. The whole show nice. has been character development, but they get like really important character development in this movie. Yeah. Um, that just makes my heart so being warm. And it's you don't funny want it because to be what they want they the whole time. Like there's got to be some movement, you know. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I like <laughs> about the show too, is because like if anyone if you don't know the sort of premise of the show um, yeah. is that there's these um, two students who work in student council, um, the president and the vice president, and they both have uh, feelings for each other, but neither of them want to admit it first. They always are trying to use mind games to get the other person to admit it's it like first. It's like if, um, if you is, ever what seen the comparison we made, it's like Death Note. Exactly, like... yeah, it's like Death Note <laughs> except um, comedy. Right, so yeah. it, it like takes the ridiculousness, mind games, and setups, and the oh, and I prepared this, but oh, and I thought through this, but then applies it to like a crush essentially, which yeah. is so funny. But like all these other characters are so good, and like these two characters are amazing, um, and it kind of just builds off of that. And um, and the, and but I I think my worry was with the show was that it was going to end up just like that never ending and that they were just mm. going to continue to do that forever. But that's definitely not yeah. the case. Like their relationship progresses, but okay. things are still interesting and things are still really, really good. So um, and I'm excited to see that. I know that they already confirmed a season four. Um, so this will take place. I mean, between season three and four, but I'm going to be really impatient for season four. Cause I just want to, <laughs> things are happening. Okay. Like big things. And I need to know yeah. what's going on in the lives of them so um again just highly recommend if you have crunchyroll and if you like laughing a lot but if you also like sort of wholesomeness um this is a great show uh and it makes fun of a lot of like classic tropes in anime like a lot of those like he sh like will they won't they it's literally that but just like flipped on its head um <laughs> which is amazing because i hate the heat like will they won't they like i hate that in shows yeah. but they make fun of it and so it's really good um but anyway, so it was very good, and I just want more. And they definitely, like, the animation's already very good with A1 Pictures, mm -hmm. but they, you could tell, like, they, like, went hard with the animation on this one. Like, they did all oh, these yeah, crazy the different, movie, like, yeah. animation styles, and they kept, like, switching things up and, like, making things really interesting visually speaking, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is a movie. Um, so I like that as well. Nice. Yeah, that's what I watched. That's cool. I have seen a few episodes, so I agree. It is really good. Mm -hmm. Um... And then, Jamie, I guess... Um, so you and I both watched the D&D movie. Yes. Um, I totally forgot that was out. So Yeah, it came it. out. Um, yeah, so share your thoughts first. So I... I liked it, but I want to preface this. because Yeah. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I thought... I thought as a D&D &D movie, it was very good. As yeah. a movie, it was okay i had issues with it yeah but as it yeah. they did all the D, D things right i appreciate that it wasn't a bad movie like they did they did everything right it was everything was accurate to D, &D. that was great some of the comedy and the dialogue was great i just kind of had issues with the pacing and some of the story writing but mm -hmm. it was a good movie i liked it yeah, I, I thought it was good too. Um, there was certain things that, um, obviously, if you play D and D, like you're gonna know and you're gonna catch and you're gonna laugh at. 
Um, but even to the way the way Cody describes, so Cody likes to describe Critical Role as like the or um, what was it the uh, Vox Machina yeah. um, cartoon? Yeah, he likes to, he likes to describe that as like you can tell like they made that show as if players are actually playing it because they mess up and do things that like you know like you know could probably be a bad role or something. And like I didn't, I, and I felt it was the same way for the movie because to me it's like. It, it like when they do something it wasn't just for the comedy bit it's like oh no i could see my friends and i doing something ultra stupid like that you know like we attempt something uh, uh, and yes. then roll bad and it's really funny yes. <laughs> yes or even like interactions they have which i'm like that seems like an interaction i would have with a dm or something or a dm mm. would be like nope mm-hmm. this is how it's going you know like or, like uh it's without saying i mean like there's no way i can possibly put it to like, you just have to see it eventually um, to know what I'm talking about. But I thought it was fun, too. And I, I think I agree with, with Jamie. Like, it, like it's fun and it's really good. Um, I think, you know, a, a casual moviegoer could be like, okay, yeah, that was fun. And, like, that that would be kind of it. Um, yeah. I do agree that the, the way they set things up was very authentic to actually playing D&D. Like, certain mm-hmm. situations or the way certain things played out was like, oh yeah, somebody definitely just had that happen in their campaign and wanted yep. to put it in the movie. Yep, and <laughs> even, even certain, like, fight scenes and certain things they do um, that or that happened where you're, I, I, there was a couple things where I went, oh, that's actually a real rule in D&D. Like, oh, yeah. things like that. Yeah, um, oh. and I, I don't, I don't want to say any any of what it is because I feel like half the fun of watching this movie is going to be D and D players trying to find that stuff. And there were there were a good amount of Easter eggs if you are a D and D player. Yep. Yeah, I guess yep. my my worry is that it sounds like it's it's almost the same level as like video game movies. Is it like a good movie or is it good for a video game movie? Is it for the video gamers or is it for movie watchers? And this sounds like it might be leaning towards the D&D players. It's good for D&D players, but maybe not for like just random casual people who like especially people who don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is. I I feel like they did a good job of walking the line between the two personally. I I agree. Like they there are there are definitely things like we said that only D and D players would get, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I think if someone who had never played D and D went into it and watched it, they they'd still enjoy it because there's a ton of good stuff. Like the the dialogue is great, the action is good, Mm -hmm. like the story makes total sense. Nice. Mm Cool. Yeah, it's almost it's, it's I, it makes me wonder of like um makes me think of like Sonic the Hedgehog of like there's those movies yes. are so fun and if you are a Sonic fan you're just gonna recognize a bunch of these like little Easter eggs and like little things oh, that they throw in there especially Sonic too like, yeah th- yeah but if you haven't played Sonic or only know of, of Sonic and you're watching these movies you're still gonna have mm-hmm. a good time even if you don't catch those yep. things and also it's Chris Pine how bad can it be That's a <laughs> yeah very good point. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted him to, him to do be a little more barred than than he was. See that I I, I, uh, I don't know if I want to say this because that's it's mild spoilers. So spoiler <laughs> alert! It turned the, but he, I don't think he he's not a bard in the movie. He's just he he's is. just a musician. He's not actually a bard. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good point. I didn't think of that. I wanted. He, yeah. He's more of a his backstory is much more of like a rogue actually. Yes, so that's yeah, that's a good point. Well, um, I was gonna but... say, what I was gonna say, maybe multi class two. I remembered yeah. 
on D&D Beyond right now, you can go and they have their like characters built out. And you can okay. like look at them. You can look at their they each have Okay, like, I'm gonna go look up this right now. Yeah. I want yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I do wanna see that for myself. I don't remember how you like I think if you just look it up though, but they literally have character sheets for each character and it makes me curious. Like I don't wanna mm. like necessarily spoil myself per se by looking at them first, but I think looking at them after might be kind of fun and be like interesting. Yeah. So like Jamie, Jamie has a that that is a really good point because like yeah, I, I think that's it's it it is. Um yeah, it's solid though. I I do have to wonder what uh or what the ratio was of people when I went into the theater. Um, I wonder what the ratio of people who had played and who hadn't played was, because there were some people that were straight up just downright like busting a gut like a few mm-hmm. rows down below where we were, and I'm just like, I wonder if they play or not, or if they just went to go see a fun movie and are just like yeah. hysterical for I, like. I will say extra. that. They did kind of crack a code here of everyone is going to be going with their D and D party to go see this movie. Okay. I and basically they're going to make way more money that way. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I guess like Mario movie, for example, too. People are like seeing in lots of groups for movies in general. You tend to see in groups, but I feel like this movie specifically, you kind of oh, yeah. can't watch it without your D and D party. Like, you kind I mean, of are obligated to watch it with your. D&D I mean, party. I I was the paladin. I'm like, yep, like mm-hmm. we're we're here, and I'm like. Yes, the, the people of this movie know that paladins are kick are kick some butt. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. But, but like even the like for the classes and everything, like they stay true to kind of the whole point of the classes too. Um, everyone kind of gets their showcase a little bit too, which is really neat. So it's like nice. Um, yeah. So yeah. the D and D Beyond, um, Edgin actually is a bard. Okay. Well, yeah. So on okay. the advertisement, that's what they kind of labeled him as. Here's my question, but, though. Uh-huh. Because I don't want to see spoilers for the rest of the sheets. Um, yeah. But can I ask, what levels are they? What What's their level? <laughs> Honestly, these are more, um, these are more, like, NPC or, um, monster okay. stat blocks. So, I, I, I don't think they say. I was okay, curious, so but that makes sense. Although, like, hey. um, they are, um, at least Edgin is a challenge level 5. Ooh, oh, seriously? So you can, like... <laughs> okay, so pretty... I, honestly, that was... I was just curious. I'm like, how high level are so these characters can... going to be? Like, how game-breaking oh, are they? Oh, and the... So the... One of the main bad guys is a challenge level 8. So Oof. you can literally just yeah. put them in your campaign. Okay. I think that's funnier. That, I do think that's, that's pretty funny. That's more clever than making just character sheets. For and the, the... The other villain is a challenge level 15. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch this movie, I guess. I okay. just, I don't know when. See, that, yeah. okay, so that was one <laughs> kind of gripe I had with the movie as far as D&D goes, is yeah. it, like, they, they had this, it was this really epic, cool story, and they defeated all these powerful people, but the characters themselves felt and acted like low-level characters to me. Yeah. And I was like, it, it kind of ruins the immersion when you have what feels like a low-level party defeating these super strong people. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. That's true, because, and it's so weird, because, like, <laughs> what I've discovered, too, is that because I've only ever played in homebrew worlds, right? Including my own. Oh, okay. I've only ever DM'd homebrew worlds. I've only ever played okay. homebrew worlds. Um, and those worlds, it's always, like, once you reach, like, above level 8, you're gonna be some of the strongest people, like, in the land like there's going to be mm-hmm. some other people who are like higher level 
Um, but there's no like level twenties. Like if you're gonna reach level See, twenty, you're gonna yeah. be you're gonna be like gone. I, kind of. I've heard like, it's I've heard it's rare for a lot of people to even go to level twenty in campaigns. Yeah, right? but then of course there's also a lot of like actual D and D like official stuff where magic is way more prominent. Levels are way mm-hmm. higher. Just generally speaking, a lot more stuff's going on. People are just generally yeah. stronger. So. Um, Especially like modules and set campaigns and stuff, you can yeah, or like you know particular things you can set that stuff higher too. Exactly, but anyway, um, that was I was curious about that. Yeah, um, well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think any anybody watch anything else or no, shall we, could, we move on? We talk about movie news. I'll say on the this this isn't a new movie, but um, we'll we'll get into some more Marvel stuff later, but. On the on the plane ride to LA, I rewatched um, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, oh, and nice. that that's really been one of the breaths of fresh air for me as far as Marvel's gone in the past like two years, I think. Yeah, because no it was kidding. it was such a good movie, and it was very. It gave me a little bit of Winter Soldier vibes in the fact that it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, felt like a good superhero movie. I remembered, nice. um, like, watching it, and I, like, really liked it, um, aside from a couple things, but whatever. Um, that's how most movies are. Uh, and then, like, seeing Spider-Man, and then, like, the rest of that phase happened, and everyone's like, Spider-Man was the only good movie in this phase. I'm like, right? right? You, no. you keep right? forgetting the first yeah. movie that, like, introduced, like, <laughs> the first movie, like, Shang-Chi was really good. Like, you keep, stop, stop forgetting him. Like, <laughs> please. Yeah. Please. Like, that, it's, it's one... It's probably in my top five Marvel movies at this point. It's that good. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's great. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, this last year has been rough, probably for Marvel movies. But yeah, they did say that they're dialing the amount of movies and TV shows way back, though. I read that mm-hmm. somewhere, and I hope they stick. Because I think I think we're only getting two Marvel shows this year: it's Secret Invasion, and then um, I can't remember what the oh is it Loki season two. It could Possibly. be actually. That sounds yeah. correct. I think that's um, right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just got through firing a couple people from Marvel too, which sucks. Oh, but I hope right. that, like, I hope maybe that good things come from that. You know, like I hope things get better. So, um, so Disney is dialing back the Marvel stuff, but you know what? They're like... not dialing back. You know what? They're going yes. full throttle. Pedal to the metal on no. these stupid live action movies. No, no, is, no. That power, the, no. The power of that segue is over nine thousand. I know. So we already talked about the wrist cap last week, right, <laughs> fellas? And we're already like, okay, yes, that's gonna suck, probably. In which Jamie went, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know this was a thing, and we were talking beforehand, and I was like, no. Yeah. You're, you're pulling my leg. No, I know. It's ridiculous. That was not an April Fool's joke. But, it was real. Honestly, I think what's even more ridiculous is um, they're doing a Lilo and Stitch uh, live-action remake. They've already casted um, some of the actors. I think Zach Galifianakis is in it. Mm-hmm. Which what? Is, yeah. Um, <laughs> so not only that, which is already like a what moment. Um, <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson is advertising that they're also doing live-action Moana, which is like, What? Oh, that's like, a, a what b that's way too soon i agree like you can't yeah. just be i mean the 2d animation that's been you know out for a long time <sighs> even though i don't like them doing all these live action remakes i at least kind of have a little bit of a fathom logic of understanding why 
but Moana? These are... Excuse you me? You just don't touch either Lilo and Stitch or Moana to me, because the animation and all that is what I makes just... them... Great I don't understand. I don't. I don't know. I'd, I'd be up for the Moana one as long as we get to see Lin Manuel Miranda actually rap. Um, you, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> well, I don't well, think you will because it's going to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's Dwayne returning. Johnson. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I I agree. Give me one true. shred of hope here. I know. It's uh... there is none. Zero. <laughs> Freaking. I don't know. I'm. I love what I put in the show notes here. I put also and then no. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm like, what is going on with Disney? Why are they so yeah. obsessed with making these live actions? I know it's nostalgia bait, but like, again, Moana's so new. That's yeah. not even nostalgia bait. Like, like who are you marketing that sure. to? Like, fifteen-year-olds? I think is... it's just Dwayne the Rock Johnson wanting to do it again. He's like, ah, I loved being Maui. I have all this movie. Hey, Disney, I want to do it again. And this movie, and then they're like, so okay, good. like this was one of my favorite Disney movies. Like. In I that pa- in the so past good. decade, I think like, uh, and like yeah. the the tattoos, like there's just there's stuff they do in that movie where it's like the animation complements the story, mm-hmm. storytelling, the characters as animated movies should. You know, I mean that's like I, Hercules, I talked a lot Hercules about like is still being made too. Yeah, like how the media, like if you tie it in with the story, characters, all that things, like it's going to make the movie better, right? Like if you utilize what the strengths are for that media. And I think Moana utilized the strengths of 3D animation pretty well because Mm -hmm. um, just like the whole, like like the ocean and the lights and the like, I don't know. I think it fit really super well. Obviously I think they could have made it really well 2D, but I think they utilized the power of 3D animation to make it really good movie. They did. Can you imagine the awkwardness that's going to be the live action, like gigantic island volcano woman in live action? Exactly. There's no way that's going to look good in live action. (laughs) No, I'm like, what are, I just, I think Disney is And people keep attacking Marvel for the CGI. I bet the CGI is going to be, yeah, I don't expect it to be as good. I don't know what they're doing. And, like, Lilo and Stitch, too. Stitch is ugly as frick! Do you guys not realize he only looks cute because of 2D animation? You put him in live action, he's a terrifying terrifying alien who will kill you. And and the rest of the aliens are supposed to be pretty Mm -hmm. ugly, too. Uh, Yeah, they're all gonna be super ugly. It's gonna look like Space Jam, but even worse. Yeah, I'm like, at this point, maybe make, like, if you want to do Lilo (laughs) and Stitch live action, maybe do, like, a spinoff, or do something where, like, Lilo's older. I don't know. Do something original for once, maybe, is what yeah, I'm asking. But that like, doesn't make guaranteed that. money. You're right. You're right. See, and, uh, and it's like with the Lion, with the Lion King. I think they are working on that prequel now. I think they should have just done that, like from the beginning, like you know, so, or something. You know, like yeah, I just these, I, these carbon copies are getting ridiculous now. Getting really old and <laughs> yeah. Like on one hand, like I, I just it's hard because like Leo Stitch, like I love that. They're so good, both so of these much. movies. Like, it's one of my favorite yeah. Disney movies. And Moana, too, honestly. And so that's why I'm just like, dude, I don't... Why can't we just respect the originals? The originals are amazing. Why can't we just... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm... We're all collectively losing our minds here. But, uh... Yes, and it's getting worse. <laughs> but let's talk about uh something that, you know, I think is a little bit better. Um, Switching over to DC. Um, Whoa! Is... Wait, in that sentence, better, <laughs> and then to DC in in the same sentence. Isn't that crazy? We're at that <laughs> level. Um, <laughs> we're at that level with what Disney. A, what a twist! Be better. 
Um, <laughs> but we have a trailer for the Blue Beetle, um, and it looks like a superhero movie. Believe it or not. Fun. Um, wow. Certainly looks like a superhero <laughs> movie. Um, it's like the trailer just screams it's a superhero movie um and uh oh what's his name the actor i keep wanting to say miguel but no he plays miguel it's it's zola it's jolo i think yeah yeah mariduena i was a little weirded out to see george lopez in the trailer i was like (laughs) wait was that was that george lopez yep it looks so different if mm-hmm. anything, that's the typecast right there is George Lopez. Anything yeah. That's got Latin- anything that's got Latinos in it, it's usually him or Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I guess you have a point. And we don't know that Antonio Banderas won't show up at some point. Dude, he totally that's could. True. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> like, it looks... Or Machete. It just... Oh, Danny Trejo. Oh, yes. Him too. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It looks fun. It looks good. It looks like a... Again... It kind of just looks like a superhero coming of age kind of movie. Like it looks like, if anything, it kind of looks like DC's Spider-Man, which yeah, can be really good actually. The suit, uh, from at least from like the video game stuff I've played in the shows and everything I've seen, that suit is like on point, like super accurate. Um, from at least from what I from what I know about Blue Beetle, dude, um, he created the Buster Sword at the end of the movie. And I yes, like, the trailer, I, I, like, I laughed pretty hard at that. Yeah. And I was like, yo, it's yeah. a Buster Sword. Uh, or somebody, I think somebody else thought it was a Bleach reference or something, too. Um, oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. But um, I think either way, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Um, the thing I like that I think Marvel should start doing um, with all the, with the last, I think, I, maybe this trailer and I think something else. But DC has started to include, like, recommended reading material at the end of their trailers now. Yeah. Oh, really? For comics. so good. Yes. So That's I think a really that cool is idea. super smart. James James Gunn already released a, a list of comics we should be looking at before he does his connected universe stuff. So I think, like if if that's what they're gonna do, I think that's a great way to start things off. Like, the rare see. DC dub on that one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. Um, I don't really have much more to say about this trailer though. It really is just like it looks like exactly what it probably will be. Which, mm-hmm. honestly, is more than you could say with Marvel trailers, because they're always lying to you. They're always lying. <laughs> Disney thinks that they're better than than this, and they're not. So, I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Um, but we can uh, move on from movies. Yeah, a, a bit early for that for that segue, because we'll be talking I know. about, about, talk about, about Marvel in TV. Um, but uh, anything fun uh, you guys have been watching? Uh, we'll go with uh, Jamie first. <laughs> Not really anything. Oh, um, TV. So, uh, Man- Mandalorian definitely. Yes. Um, yep. the the latest episode was leaps and bounds better than the last couple we've had. And yeah. the so one of the last lines at the very end actually gave me chills. Like yeah. the the whole like it's time to retake Mandalore. They're trying. I got to chills. Do something. They're. Yeah, they're trying to do so- to do something, and uh, I think there's is there only like what two episodes left? I don't actually know, but I feel like that's right because this was episode six, I think. Oh, I thought it was like it's good. I'll be able to binge it soon. I have to look. Um, we're getting close though. And also the um, the season finale of Bad Batch was not okay, and I have emotional damage. Oh, no. I need to catch up on Bad Batch. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, I know Cody's watching it on the regular. Like, I, 
I I said this elsewhere a couple of days ago, but I love the the new animated Star Wars things because most of the time they're like super lighthearted, whatever, and fun. Mm-hmm. But when they aim to hit, they don't miss. Hmm. Like any of them, I Bad Batch, mean. Clone Wars, yeah. like anything. Like when they right, when they aim Rebels. for something, they hit it. They hit it. Uh, I need to. Yes. I, I'm Rebels. Kind of on, I I finished all of Clone Wars. I think what last year. I think Rebels needs to be my next task. It really should, because one of the upcoming live-action shows might tie in directly to Rebels. Ahsoka is going to be super heavy on Rebels, and we've already been getting nuggets of cameos and stuff, I think, too. And we did get a Rebels... um, We we got a Rebels appearance in the last episode of um, Mando. Mm Mm-hmm. We sure did. Um... Yeah, it's. I think that's my next task. It was. It was actually funny. Like Heather and I were watching it, and I had seen a spoiler for it, so like I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And the, so I didn't say anything. And Heather was like, "Why did that sound like X character?" And I was like, "Cause it's supposed to be X character." It was. It, it, took, oh, it, it took me a minute too. Like I heard the voice, and I'm like, "Wait, is that?" And then I'm like, "It definitely." Yeah. Is. Uh, yeah. So. I think I know nothing about rebels. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Should, about Rebels, Rebels is so good. I know a very little bit about Rebels. I know I've watched a couple episodes. But that's Rebels it. probably had one of the hardest hitting things in any of the animated ones. I've at least watched the first season, I think. So, like, I'm not super. I'm not starting from scratch, like from square one. So, I think when I get back into it, that's it won't be that hard of a jump. But yeah, so more and more Mando is is exciting. Um, I also but, did. Um, I'd wanted to do this for a while, but Heather and I went back uh-huh. and started watching Loki again Ooh, because nice. um, Quantumania made me really, really want to go back and watch Loki again, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just as good as I remember. Nice. It's, yeah. That makes sense. That might be worth a watch for anybody who hasn't seen it yet either. Especially that's... if the next season's coming out this year, which, yeah, I think it mm-hmm. is. The, it, the that season. sounds right. I'm pretty sure they announced it for this year at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Secret of Invasion is still a little further, but um, I think that's like in June. I thought it was sooner, but June isn't that far away now either. Um, yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, anything you've been watching, Shelly? Um, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, because I feel like I got my timing wrong, but we finished Ancient Magus Bride um, as far as we have it. Although I think there's an OVA, or there's like mm-hmm. a movie or something that we haven't watched, um, so I guess we need to watch that, and then... The next season comes out like this week, like I think April yes. 7th. So I'm like, wow, yeah. perfect timing. It's amazing. I, I just saw didn't that somewhere even... and I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that timing when we started the show. So that's that's really nice. Um, perfect. But timing. it's crazy how like this show, it's so weird. Like I can't think of any other shows where the first and last episodes are my least favorite. And not even that they're bad, hmm. but it's like. The first episode was kind of like, eh, I don't know. And then the rest of the show was like, oh, I really like this. This is awesome. And the last episode went back to, hmm, oh, questionable character decisions here. Um, <laughs> it was just like, I obviously I'm not going to spoil it because it's like really just big, huge things happening by the end of the of the, that season. But there's just like some character decisions that are made. And there's some um, story decisions that are made that I'm just like, Excuse me? It was I was the the white man blinking meme. Uh, that was me. That was me the whole last episode. That that sounds like my experience with the end of Evangelion. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I was just like oh, wow. wait a second. That wait. 
what? So I'm still obviously very excited for season two because I still think it's a very good show overall. But it's like so weird. Like there's such a weird experience where it's like the bread on the sandwich is lackluster, but the meat inside's really good. It's really weird. Um, hmm. But yeah, we'll see how season two goes. And hopefully it's still it's really good. I still definitely recommend it. It's just sort of like maybe look up the premise first and see if that's something you'd be interested in. Um, but uh, anyway. That's what I watched. Sweet. Um, the other things I watched other than than Mando, I'm watching more. Uh, so it's the final season of Ted Lasso. Oh, that everyone's talking about Ted Lasso. That show is it. so wholesome. Um, I I don't know. It's kind of weird to say. It's like it's definitely obviously you know it's heavy on on sports, but it's just like you know soccer and stuff. But it's so wholesome. I, I don't really know what else to say. Um, yeah, it's easily recommend recommended if you have Apple TV. If you don't, that's fine. Um, but it's like if if you ever want to binge, like get like a trial or something, and just yeah. binge all three seasons. I, they're on the third season, so um, really really good. Jason Sudeikis. I always f- forget that it's him. Like the dude just plays that role so well. Um, yeah. Easily one of the most wholesome shows, like actual American television shows it's like we get wholesome anime we talk about wholesome anime all the time we get wholesome anime you know but we just don't really get wholesome like television american television shows like this oh Uh, yeah it's so funny how i feel like everyone irl all my irl circles won't (laughs) shut up about ted lasso they're all like my gosh ted lasso ted lasso and i'm like First of all, that always makes me like not want to watch the show because I just have oh, weird no, problems I, I like agree. that. Same. But two, it's always yeah. funny because they're always just like, "Oh, it's just on Apple TV." As assuming I have Apple TV, like so many people have just been like, "Oh, it's just on Apple TV," as if it's like that's just like a normal thing to have. And I'm like, "I'm sorry, what the <laughs> heck else is on Apple TV? You that I should just have There's it." There's not a lot. There's honestly. not a lot. So I just think that's funny. I'm just like, why? Yeah. Why does everyone just assume I have Apple TV all the time? Netflix, like, sure. Disney Plus, yeah. okay, fine, but Apple TV, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I good. forgot there is a second season of Mythic Quest that came out, and I just I heard that show's very couple, good. I, I watched the first good. couple episodes and totally forgot there was a season two at one point. Mm. I'm like, I should just go back and finish that. Uh, but yes, like that is the one thing. It's like if you're gonna go grab it for a, a trial or something, go watch that, and then you can be finished with the trial. Maybe go watch the Tetris movie or something or. I don't know if you really feel the need to. Forgot that was on um, there too. Yeah, but <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Um, the other thing I've been watching, which isn't on another awkward platform that not everybody probably has. Well, I guess if you're a Yellowstone fan, you might. But I've been watching. I, I've been watching Tulsa King on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone being an old mob boss. It's I'm to the point where it's getting like juicier, where things are starting to happen. Um, I feel like half like the season, or at least the first few episodes, was kind of build up, and now we're getting into something where, th- where the stakes are kind of being raised, and um, it's getting interesting finally. So um, there's only one season of that right now, and I-, I imagine I'm not far from finishing it. So gotcha, yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Um, as my nephew would call those adult shows. Yet last week he told me he's like, "You watch adult shows?" Because I'm usually watching. Ninja, I watch Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. or something. I'm usually pulling out of my PlayStation when he wants to play Sonic, and he's just like, "Oh, that's a you know, like obviously it's part kids show or it's animated or something." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I could talk about it in the other section, but I also read The Last Ronin. I could talk about that maybe Ooh. after TV, but I finally read. Yeah, that. yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's not technically um, any of the others, but 
Sure, we'll we'll get through. Um, we'll we'll get through the quick TV note, notes here, Sweet. and then we'll circle back to the last Ronin. Um, so yeah, the first piece I have here for TV news we've already mentioned uh, mentioned is um, Secret Invasion trailer. Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. The aliens yep. are um, upon us. That's kind of the premise of of the trailer and just yeah. everything we know so far. Like you've, I know, I know you said you skimmed through it, but that's like the nail on the head right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm good at my job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like the tone is. I thought they got the tone down like pretty cool. Like if you're if you want us to get a vibe for what the show is gonna be like, I think that's a good trailer for it. I agree. But um. As far as the actual trailer, I still don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, and honestly, after I watched it, I had to go back and think. I was like, what movie did we originally see these in? Because it, it felt like it was so long ago that they introduced yeah. a lot of this. Yeah. And I've totally lost track of it with I the entire monster time. that is Marvel now. Yeah. I think it was Captain Marvel, I, it honestly. Definitely I'm was pretty Captain sure it Marvel, was. But that was a long time ago. Yes, it was. And then they even dropped other nods to it in, like, I think, didn't they drop something in, like, WandaVision or something? Um, there's other little... I, think I feel like... Have. Yeah, there was some... Oh, I don't remember. Because then it got about. everybody... It, it got everybody being like, oh, are they a scroll? Are they a scroll? Are they a scroll? Yeah, know, like, they, yeah <laughs> there was some moment um, where there's some character that was a scroll, and then everyone was like, oh! But, like, then they moved on. Gosh, what other movie... I'm never gonna remember. Because wasn't wasn't there uh, uh, like I don't know if it was an end credit scene where was it Nick Fury or Maria Hill or somebody that ended oh, up like changing oh, the scroll? Yes. And then then they pants Nick Fury and he's like on the beach. Or he was on the beach <laughs> and then it pans to him walking and he's in the spaceship or something. Like they, yes, they pull like I a, <laughs> they pull like a weird little thing where it looks like he's relaxing yeah. but then he's not. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's in my head. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what movies or shows those were in. It wasn't um, in credit scene, but I don't remember which movie. At, yeah. at this point, it's such a huge monster of a conglomeration in my head. I don't know what's what. There's anymore. no point. Mm-hmm. There's no point in trying, trying to remember. I'm trying to think if part of that was like one of the Spider-Man movies or like I just don't. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so. That's a secret invasion trailer for you. Um, Nick Fury doing cool Nick Fury things. Finally, yeah. I, if if there's if I'm interested in one thing in this show, because again I don't really care about Marvel much yeah. anymore, but Nick Fury finally getting his own thing. Like yeah. he's been such an I, important, I, prominent character, and everyone's like, "Well, he's so cool," but we have never been able to see him like actually just do stuff like by himself. And this show, I think, will do that. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. I just need him to say one line, and it's got to be. We gotta get these mother flipping aliens off of this mother flipping planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Um, the, I the first TV MA Marvel show. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. for that. Just for that one line. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, I mean, we're gonna have the first R-rated Marvel movie, so why not? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, I mean. We're getting more mature with like Daredevil and stuff coming pretty soon too, which I think mm-hmm. the Punisher has been confirmed to be in that. Um, so now I got to go watch Punisher because um, I never watched that. I didn't um, either. Too much to catch yeah. up on. 
I kind of got burnt out on like all those shows I really enjoyed, but I got burned down on like the darkness and kind of how hardcore those shows were. I think. Um, but yeah, time to go back and do some watching. Um, the other piece of news I think a lot of geeks are going to be super stoked about is that Netflix is, Netflix is doing a Scott Pilgrim. They call it anime, but I don't I don't know what to call an anime anymore. I'll wait until Netflix. I hear the studio, basically the animation uh, studio. Yeah, so because then they got the other shows like I think they consider Castlevania an anime or something like that, and I'm just like which. I could see that more, so, um, I guess, but, um, the whole point of this article is that, um, they revealed that they're getting everybody back from the movie to voice the characters in the show. Pretty crazy, actually. That's a stacked cast as it is. And they're all much older, but maybe yes, it doesn't and matter. They, they've done a lot more things, too, since then. Um, I mean, not that they weren't, I guess, well known back then. Um, but I think of like Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, I saw Chris and, Evans. And, uh, I've never seen the Scott Pilgrim movie, to be fair. But I saw Chris Evans on there and like Brie Larson. And just like, yes, Brie Larson. What? <laughs> like what? Brandon Routh. Um, <laughs> like, what are you guys talking about? Bunch of other, it? yeah. What? It's, it's a stacked cast. Um, so I think that'll be cool. Um, how long are you going to be able to maintain that cast? Like, you gotta. I feel like now you gotta pay some people, like, to keep those people around, so... Yeah, they're big money now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, I'm curious to see how long that show's gonna go. Um, I've not read the books much at all. I am a fan of the movie. I somehow have, like, a bunch of Scott Pilgrim stuff. I think I reviewed a tabletop game for the tabletop one time, just because I remotely knew what, what Scott Pilgrim was. Have you I played have the, the video game? game? Yes, the yeah, video game, yeah. 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 That seems um, like up right up your alley, so... And then I, yeah, and then I have a shirt, and I'm just like, I'm not that huge of a Scott Pilgrim fan, but somehow I but have all these But you just have things. all this stuff, that's funny. <laughs> um, Yeah, maybe it's because it's so referential, too, I don't know. Um, mm. Yeah, so I think that's a that's a big win. We're going to have to see, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, whatever trailer or something, whenever they finally make it. Um, like you said, Animation Studio, we're going to have to see what Animation Studio is doing it. Yeah, so... That's it for um, TV news. Uh, why don't we... Uh, you said you read uh, The Last Ronin. Yeah, so I just... Our other geeking out section that we rarely yes, use, so that we would, have for yeah. this purpose. Um, yeah. yeah, I finally read The Last Ronin, and it only took me one day because it's pretty short, but it's very good. Mm -hmm. And it's depressing as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, But it's super cool, super interesting, because it's just like this um, last turtle, just on his own, and I thought it was interesting how it goes over how everybody else, like, died and how that all went down and how it all connects. Mm. Um, I thought, like, the little references were pretty fun. Um, and all, the, like, the characters, a lot of the... Because um, I never read... I never read the original comics. And I never actually watched the original show. But having watched, like, 2003 show, um, among other things, uh, I was still getting a lot of, like, references and understanding things. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense mm -hmm. and this makes sense. Um, and... I'm just sad about Casey Jones <laughs> specifically. <laughs> like, sure, everyone, like, pretty much everyone's dead in this freaking comic. That's the point. But Casey Jones specifically, I'm like, my heart. <laughs> my <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but all the stuff with, like, well, I don't know. I don't really want to spoil, per se. But it was really good, um, even though it's really sad. And part of me is just like, 
is this canon or not? Like, it probably doesn't matter, right? It's probably, like, an alternate timeline thing, but I'm just like, it's just, like, so sad. I don't know. I mean, it's got the popularity to where I'm sure it could be, and they do have a sequel series that they've started. Yeah, I... But also, yeah, I was, like, inspired to rate it because, well, I was gonna read it anyway, but then when you're talking about the game, the last running game is gonna be coming out at some point. Um, Oh, man. I feel like that game's gonna be really good. I mean... I hope it is. I always... Already beforehand, I was like, oh, it sounds like it's going to be good. But now after reading it, I'm like, oh, frick. Like, this will be, it's going to mm-hmm. be like, it's going to be like, um, oh, that, what's that game? Satsuna Sacrifice? Is that what it's called? Where she has, like, oh, ghosts like... talking to her the whole time? Oh, yeah. That's just that going to be happening be really... to him because that's what happens that to him is the other really turtle cool brothers mechanic. are just talking to him all the time. And he's having to tell him to shut up because they're, like, causing oh, him. Th- that would be an amazing mechanic to incorporate Ooh. into that. Yeah, oh, man. that'd be cool. Oh, man. So, anyway. It's good. It's short. If you <laughs> have access to a library, that's how I access all my comments um, is through the library. Um, I would just recommend just sitting down, reading through it. It's quite good. I think it'd be awesome to have it physically, but um, who knows? Maybe. If you're a Turtles fan, cool. you should definitely read it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anything else you wanted to geek out about uh, before we close, Jamie? No, I'm good. cool yep i think that uh that's gonna do it for us um any socials um they can um the viewers can find you on jamie honestly not really i really i'm an old person now and don't use socials that much yeah that's all good you can find (laughs) me on the website yeah no yeah yeah. so seriously um you can actually literally go like and click on the author's name on the website and go look at like anything they've written so y'all go um, go check out um, jamie's article and um, if you want to see any other work he's done you should be able to find all of that <clears throat> by clicking on his name on the on that so you know it's got all of it so Sweet. yeah do that and uh where can they find you shelly uh it's so funny because i always plug my twitter even though i'm not using twitter but yeah. should you need to find me and and you know send me funny memes or something uh the shell shock 24 on twitter is where you can find me cool and then uh lastly you can find me under lj the paladin on instagram twitter tiktok and twitch um so i'm all over the place which could be a bad thing um (laughs) anyway keep gaming keep praying and god bless bye bye peace We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!